said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Things and money are deceitful. Things can deceive you. He was not thinking about his soul. Only thing he was thinking about is getting more. And a lot of folks, know what people know about some people can't get saved? Because the only thing they're concerned about is food, money, clothes, and having a great time. But life is more than that. And like I said, God is not against us having things. He's against us allowing these things to become a God in our life. And, if, and I know when I call the altar, the altar going to be full today. Because to be honest, if you really honest with yourself, you have something or somebody before God. And that's why you can't get all the way in God like you should. Because you don't want God, you just want what you can give. Watch this, read. This night, this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. In other words, fool, you can be a check out tonight. Read. Then who shall those things be? Then where those things gonna go? To supply another fool? Right. <laughs> I know this young man. Mother died. She had worked 30-some years to accumulate all she had. He spent it in six months. You know why? He was a fool. Watch this. Why should God give you more? And you already messing up with the Amen. One thing about God, he ain't no fool with his money. Amen. God is going to only give you what he feels you can handle. And once you show God, or once you prove to God that you can handle that, then he'll give you more. And he does this over time. He don't do it overnight. Because God ain't going to give you more than you can handle. Just like your child. You ain't finna give your child your car keys. If you do, you're a fool. He five years old. He ain't ready to drive no car. Watch this. He's not ready for the responsibility of driving a car. So it's gonna take some what? Time. In the same way with you. I know you save and love God, but there are some things that God is gonna withhold from you until you grow up. Until you get some deliverance in your life before he give it to you. Because he's not intending for you to turn your back on him. Yeah. Read. Which thou hast provided. Okay, let me show you another story before we go to our last one. Exodus chapter 32. We talked about just being a good steward. Just showing God that I can handle the little that you have given me. And the Bible says when you faithful over a little, he make you what? So you know since asking for more and you're not having a little bit that he's giving you. That's my point I'm bringing out today. We have to keep our priorities in the right place when it comes to God. I'm going to show you how people can take what God blessed them with and make it out of a God. Yes. Exodus 32 verse 1 and 4 and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount. And when the people saw that Moses did what? Delayed to come down out of the mountain. And Moses, the leader, was up in the mountain seeking the face of God. Get some direction 
for God for the people. Read. The people gathered themselves together unto Aaron. The people gathered themselves together unto Aaron uh -huh. and said unto him. Now notice, while Moses was away, he left Aaron in charge. Watch this. Just because you can talk does not mean you can lead. Life of the talk. And we think they're a good leader. No, leading is not talking. Leading is being an example. Aaron can talk, but he couldn't lead. Read up. Make us gods. Notice the people came to him and said unto him, up, make us a god. So in other words, Aaron, we need another god. Read. Which shall go before us. Which shall go before us. For as for this Moses. Look at that attitude toward Moses. Their attitude had turned against Moses. What Moses at? Aaron. Read. The man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt. They acknowledged the fact that Moses, through God, brought them out of Egypt or brought them out of bondage. I'm going to tell you some People will turn on you like a rattlesnake. <laughs> expect them to do what they did to me. Y'all ready? You naive. If you've been on this earth any length of time, you ought to know that folk will turn on you. And if you don't know that, you are in for a rude Read. We want not what has become of him. We don't know what happened to this Moses. Look at their spirit. Read. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings. Notice what he said. He gave them some ungodly advice. Since you want me to make a God, those earrings that God blessed you with when you came out of Egypt, give them to me. Read. Which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. This is Aaron talking. Read. And all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. Verse 4. And he received them at their hand. Watch this. And fashioned it with a graven tool. In other words, when the children of Israel left Egypt and God gave them all the wealth of Egypt, they took the very thing that God blessed them with and made it out of a God. Y'all don't see this? So this ain't nothing new that folks turn on God. People been doing this for years. God will bless them with something, and then they'll turn around and start worshiping what God blessed them with. Read. After he had made it a molten calf, he made it a molten calf, which was a false god. Read. And they said, these be thy gods. Listen, oh, this is my God now. This is what they were saying. And the reason why the God is small G, because it says it's a false god. Gods. More than one. You can make a God out of anything. You can make a God out of, out of a person. You, can, you, you got some Catholics worship trees. They worship Mary. They worship the Pope. We should be worshiping nobody but Jesus. Read. Which brought them up out of the land of Egypt. He brought them up and out of the land of Egypt. In other words, he was the one that brought them out of the world. Egypt represents the world. So they got saved, but they didn't stay saved. And a lot of folks get saved, but they don't what? Because when God start blessing them, they start turning their back on God. Read. 
And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Now listen, they was religious. They still was acknowledging the Lord, but they was caught up in idolatry. See, you can say, say anything out of your mouth, but your actions is the real you. Amen. Read. And they rose up early on the morrow. Watch this read. And offered burnt offerings. And they offered burnt offerings. And brought peace offerings. They were still giving, but they was out the will of God. Read. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. They was playing. You know what they was playing? Church. We got a lot of folks today playing what? Church. They not really real about God and the things of God. Read. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down, for thy people which thou brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. How, what, what caused them to become corrupt? The silver and the gold that God blessed them with. You know what the silver and gold represents? Currency. So what corrupted them was the money that God started blessing them with. Y'all all for quiet. And you ain't got to have a lot of money. It's just a little money can mess you up if you're not careful. And this is what we have to do. We got to keep becoming givers to God to keep our heart right. Amen. This is what folks do. They'll start giving. Then when God start giving them more, they stop giving. Uh, the other day, last Sunday, one of the bishops, he, he told a story about somebody in his church. I was like, wow. He said, one came to him on Sunday and said, Bishop, I'm going to get $3 million. But I have a problem with paying my tithes. <laughs> you can get three million dollars, but you have a problem giving God three hundred thousand. Something wrong with you. So he told the lady. He said, "Well, you ain't finna get the millions then. This was on Sunday. She got a call on Monday, and the people said, "You ain't getting your money because we found out this, that, and the other." No, she did. Cursed herself. Yeah. Then he said the woman died. God gonna give you three million dollars, but you can't get in church three hundred. I tell you what, you ain't getting nothing. Oh, you said that's so such a shame. But you ain't no different. God gave you thirty thousand a year, and you. Verse 8. Verse 8. They have turned aside quickly. They turned aside what? Quick. That means they backslid. They're quick. Yeah. You know what I say, Lord, why does it take us so long for you to bless us? I know you told me 20 years ago. Why is it taking 20 years? You said because after I give it to you, you start acting funny. <laughs> so I got to keep you down so long, so when I give it to you, you won't forget where you can. going through. It's like taking forever for you to come out. Yeah. You know what God trying to do? Burn in your spirit. Don't turn your back on me. Yeah. So when I start giving you what I promised you, yeah. you won't start acting fine. Yeah. Read. Out of the way which I have commanded them. They have made themselves a molten calf. They have made themselves a molten calf. And they worshiped it. And they worshiping it. And have sacrificed thereunto. Read. And said, 
These be thy gods, O Israel, read, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Verse 9. And the Lord said unto Moses. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people. Now, remember, they said this Moses. So, Lord, now God said this people. Yeah. See, they turned on God. So God turned on them now. Yeah. Read. And behold, it is a stiff-necked people. What type of people? Stiff-necked. I can't give them the bend. They doing what they want to do. Verse 10. Now therefore let me alone. Let me alone. That my wrath may wax hot against God them. said, leave me and I'm finna get her. <laughs> thank God, say thank God for mercy. Thank God for mercy. Read. And then I may consume them. Uh-huh. And I will make of thee a great nation. Read verse 11. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doest thou wrath wax hot against thy people? which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, For mischief did he bring them out, to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Read. Turn from the fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy So Moses stood in the gap and said, Lord, don't kill these folk. God have mercy on them. Let thank God for mercy. So what my point is this, God had blessed them and they turned their back on God. Acts chapter 5, I'm almost done. We just dealing with how to be a good steward. We got to keep God first. I don't care what God give you or how God bless you or how God use you. You better keep Jesus on the throne of your heart. If not, you'll do like a lot of folks do. They start drifting. They stop praying, they stop tithing, they stop coming to Bible study, and all of a sudden they're out of left field. And I wonder how I got there. I can tell you because you allow God's glory to become your shame. Acts chapter 5, verse 1 through 11, read. But a certain man named Ananias. But a certain man named Ananias, read. With Sapphira, his wife. With Sapphira, his wife. Sold a possession. They sold a piece of land. Uh-huh. And kept back part of the price. Now, when I read this, I say, and they kept back part of the price. That means that they made a promise to God, like we do. God, if you just get me out of this, I'll do right. And you've been out and still ain't did right. You know, we pray, Lord, just please help me get out of this situation. Lord, give me this. And he give it to you, and you don't do right by him. So they sold a piece of land, and they kept back part of the money. I believe they had good intentions. And you know how we do before we get in our hand. We make all these promises. But then when it hit our hand, we change. We really didn't change. It was always there. It was just the fact that he gave you the money that brought it out. Read. And his wife also being private to it. In other words, his wife knew about the situation. Let me tell you something when it comes to marriage. If your spouse wrong, you don't agree with him. Body and Clyde. 
Apostle and brought a certain card and laid it at the apostles' feet. They brought a certain amount and laid it at the apostles' feet. Read. But Peter said, But the man of God said, Ananias, why have Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? He knew that they were doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. Now, that's amazing. He came and laid at their feet. He knew what they laid at the feet wasn't the mouth they promised God. Read. And to keep back part. Hold on, let me, let me, uh, Holy Ghost. Some people allow their spouses to keep them from tithing. You know where that comes from? Not asking all the questions before you marry them. If I'm saved and I'm finna marry somebody, I'm gonna ask them, do you have a church home? Do you tithe? Do you believe in speaking in tongues? Do you believe in, I'm gonna ask them all these questions. We ain't asking them questions. We just want to be married. So now we married, we realize this person ain't saved. This person just churchy. Now you got a major problem because now they telling you to work against God. I heard that my, my husband say he don't want me to tie, but he's spending money at the tap. He at the strip club. He don't want you to tie. You giving all that church your money. You giving all the whores your industry bringing more money than every professional source. Your husband spending money on pornography? He telling you not to tie you listen to him? We gonna have a problem up in here. Watch this, read. And to keep back part of the price of the land. Read. While the remains. What? This is what Peter said. It was in your power to do right by God. Yes. How many know God always gives us a what? Space. Read. Was it not thy own? Was it, in other words, you know what God said? You didn't have to promise me nothing. All you had to do is take the money and do what you was going to do with it. You didn't have to tell me you was going to give me none of it. Watch this. People do this too. I, I see all this stuff. When I read the Lolly Bishop, I'm going to come and put the money in church. Why are you telling me that? Just put it in the church. You can't tell me about that. See, you trying to get me involved in your devil now. Because, see, if you come and tell me you're going to do it by the lottery, I'm going to say, don't put it in there. But if you don't tell me nothing.
Peter answered unto her. He gave her a chance to be honest too. Mm -hmm. Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. Now tell me that you take some of the money and you did something else with it. He asked her that. I'm going to tell you something about people. People will lie to you with a straight face. Yes, they will, Peter. Y'all think y'all want to do this? No, you don't. Because you see some ugly stuff. And you probably know they may be then when I tell you lies, see, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad, I'm a big bad wolf now. I'm just bold enough to tell you, you lie. Yeah. You lie. Read. Read. And she said, yeah, for so much. And she said, yeah, for so much. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold. The feet of them which are buried thy husband are at the door, and they shall also carry thee out. Wow, she died too. Three hours later. And all this, watch this, all this is over money. You think that ain't a problem? It's a problem, because the Bible says no man can serve God and man. And watch this, a lot of folks think they want a lot of money. But I'm going to tell you what money does. It brings out the worst thing in me. So if your heart ain't right, you will know it as soon as you get a lot of stuff. You know what's going to happen? You was faithful, you was committed, you were serving God, and now all of a sudden you got what you want from God, now we don't see you at all. And watch this. Let me make you responsible. Say you work, right? A responsible person that joined a church would say, you know what, Bishop? I'm not going to be here on Wednesday nights because I work on Wednesday nights. That's when you're responsible. Yeah. See, but when you're 50 and 60 and you ain't responsible, you just disappear. Right. And don't nobody know where you're at. So you know what I do? I just step back and pray for you. Because I can't be running you down with your grown self. Because there's too many of y'all. And your heart is right, and when you say it for real, you know what you do? You communicate. I'm trying to help people become responsible. I know you say, but are you responsible? Do you communicate? Watch it. Let me, let me deal with this. You married? Your spouse has the right to question you about what's going on in your home. How your wife doing what she want to do? You'll never say, baby, uh, can I take a look at that? The reason why you won't do it because you know she ain't gonna give you nothing. <laughs> it's the same thing with the husband. Husband, your wife should be able to question you about y'all money. And notice I said y'all money. Come on. It ain't your, my wife don't work. It's still y'all money. And watch this, watch this. Whoever manages the money, you need to keep the person in the loop about. Why, how you are spending the money. My wife, whatever's mine is hers. If she want to ask me something, guess what? Whether I like it or not. Watch this. You know why that's important? It keeps you on track. The reason why a lot of folks are off track, because they are not accountable to nobody. Nobody question you about it. You just coming and going. How you married and you coming and going? Right. When you get ready, ain't you? You been gone twelve hours. Don't nobody know where you at. He said, "Stay right there." You know why? 
because people are afraid of you because when they challenge you, you cop an attitude. Uh, let me deal with you and your kids. Your kids should not be doing what they want to do. Now, some kids, you can talk to them and they get it. But you got some, on the other hand, they ain't trying to get it. And to keep you from going back and forth with your kids, you sit them down and you give them an ultimatum. This is the ultimatum. I need you to do this, this, and this, and we cook. If you can't do this, this, and this, you need to get your own place. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning in to our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough, and I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, Please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.